0: Hello everyone welcome to one more prime the transformers watch along i am mike schwartz i am joined by my kids emmett nelsa hello hi and we have made it to the end of the second season of the transformers Woo-hoo! we are watching bot episode 49 of season 2 let us wait no further let's get into it
1: couldn't have gone 50
0: written by earl Cress and airing on january 9th 1986 this is bot right we begin in the city people are uh, hanging out enjoying their newspaper stands When all of a sudden the combaticons show up again uh, they transform but like kind of swindle gets in the way with brawl little foreshadowing to the rest of the episode and then out of nowhere comes defensor who we saw the protectobots a few episodes ago but they never even transformed and now we see a fully combined of uh, protectobots and he's got the short end of yeah, well, if anything, this is his episode to shine, I guess. So, Defensor comes out of nowhere, he blows Bruticus to bits, um, except Swindle. <laughs> Everybody else is completely torn apart.
1: That's why he isn't in those uh, combination sequences, that's why he doesn't have a dedicated spot in, like, the transforming sequence. Right.
0: But yeah, he he's he's fully intact, and... Then he uses this opportunity, which I thought was kind of cool, um, being that we watched Transformers animated first, and Swindle was a swindler. He was a wheeler dealer. More, He was more like a traveling salesman, um, <laughs> but I didn't really know how much that personality type played into um, his personality in the G1, especially this episode <laughs> where we see him uh collect the parts of his friends and drive to a dock where there's a um, military dictator <laughs> who's who uh is also selling arms and buying arms uh he's got a bunch of missiles he's got a box named T- <laughs> labeled TNT
1: of course don't, don't speak of army santa claus like that i know yes he's,
0: he he he's got the full dictator uniform he has an eye patch too who hold. Cool, cool. And then we go to Megatron who is watching this video and it looks like it's, it's Bruticus with a kind of a device floating in space and it shoots the moon out of Earth's orbit. But then uh-huh. we see that it's, it's just a simulation uh, which Starscream kind of uh, yells at Megatron for that he spent too much time uh, making the simulation instead of making the actual device. But then Megatron reveals his plan for the week where he wants to move the the moon out of orbit, which would cause great tidal waves, which is true. Um, But then he's going to use that to harness the hydropower and then they'll have lots and lots of energy. (laughs) Okay. instead of just kind of doing what he does sometimes where he causes like an ecological disaster and then waits for humanity and the Autobots to die out and then he'll take over. Uh, but then we go back to Swindle, and we see that the Combaticons have their own headquarters. It's just kind of dug out in the middle of uh, of the desert, but he, it has uh, computers and everything. But the arms dealer's there. Uh, he only wants the weapons and the computer systems. The rest, he says, go take him to the dump.
1: <laughs> you know, it's weird how, like, they're referred to as Combaticons and Protectobots. Like, oh, we're, on the, we're Autobots, they're Protectobots, but we're on the same team.
0: Yeah, they do They do treat, especially the Decepticons, they do kind of treat them separate. Almost like they did yeah. with the Insecticons, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like they're not quite full Decepticons.
1: Like, they're a group. They bear the insignia, but... Yeah. They're not quite... They have their own splinter faction, but are known as such.
0: Mm-hmm. But one of the Decepticon loyalists, we see Skywarp fly into their headquarters... And he finds all the, this, this literal kind of mouse trail of uh, junk parts. Does he take this all the way to the junk heap? I'm not sure. But he picks up an arm. And now we go back to Swindle, who has a trailer full of, full of his friends. And he brings it to the junkyard owned by Luigi. Ah! <laughs> and then Skywarp leads Starscream to the junk heap. And Starscream swoops down and grabs Swindle and flies off with him. They think he's up to something. And they take Swindle back to uh, the Decepticon headquarters, and Megatron's very angry with him, so much that they open up the back of Swindle's head and put a bomb in it. Oof. Which which ticks later in the episode, (laughs) like a ticking clock. And Megatron wants Swindle to rebuild Bruticus within 15 hours, or his head's going to blow up.
2: Uh Uh-oh.
1: Yeah, you lost Harry, didn't you?
0: And then we have a montage of Swindle going f- to uh, like an Arabian country and stealing parts of their jets. He goes up to obviously Russia, breaks in and steals parts of their tanks.
2: <laughs> in fifteen <laughs> w- hours, he's having a grand old time. Yeah, I would
0: like to see more. Like he, he just keeps going. Like when the um when the Stunticons, oh no, when Rumble was like carjacking all the cars to make <laughs> the Stunticons. I just oh, want to see more yeah. and more and more of that. Uh, but. Swindle fulfills his end of the deal, and uh, we see the Combaticons back. Megatron orders them to combine, and they don't quite do it. They just sort of form a cheerleader
1: pyramid. They look like a team of drunkards trying to do something stupid.
0: Yeah, and then they fall over. Megatron is displeased. He, he elects to keep the bomb in his head. <laughs> um, I, I guess they can't combine without Brawl's personality component. Which is very strange, because Brawl's not even the main guy. That's Onslaught.
1: Yeah, but they need to work in harmony.
0: I guess, yeah.
1: Haven't you heard of the power of friendship?
0: Well, Please. speaking of friendship, now we go to a high school where we meet possibly the two most annoying characters in, in in the show.
2: Hang on, before we go on, I have to say something about like the chairs that they're in. They They're in a chair, but... There's only, like, you know how those chairs that have, like, the desks connected to them? Yeah. Which are, like, impossible for people who are left-handed? hmm It's like that, but, like, no desk in the front. But there's, like, a little armrest on the right side. Yeah, there's...
1: Even more so non-left-handed. Uh, right. Yeah, very mm-hmm. tiny
0: desks. And also, we see this, this shot... These are supposed to be high
2: school students. This guy's gray like hair. Grandma. This guy
0: has gray hair. This guy looks like Harry Osborn. That guy's <laughs> wearing a suit.
2: Grandparents.
0: This that that guy looks like a gangster. He's got wearing a suit too, but this guy's got a, a like a black blazer with a gray turtleneck. That's Doctor Octopus in the back. <gasps> he looks Hold like on. <laughs> I, th- I think I think we're veering into a Spider Man episode. <laughs>
1: So, like, who can we find? We we already have... Did you say Harry Osborne?
0: Yeah, that kind of looks like Harry there. That looks like Peter. That looks like Dr. Octopus. Maybe that's Uncle Ben. That looks like (laughs) Mary Jane. (gasps) Aunt May. (gasps) Oh, man. Okay.
1: Oh, no. Well, one of the guys... uh, Time code, five minutes and 37 seconds. Yes. Look look at it for yourself.
0: Yes. Uh, So, we meet... Two students, we meet Martin and Roland,
1: who... I should be named Roland.
0: Yeah, well, I think this is based on, I think this is based off of uh, Rowan and Martin. They were two comedians and hosts of a show in the 60s called Laugh-In. So I think this was their tribute to these guys being quote-unquote funny, even though they're just kind of jerks. Yeah and to show them being jerks we their their teacher uh who sounds an awful lot like bumblebee uh he's teaching everyone about lasers and he's like don't worry everybody uh this is this laser is not powerful enough to cause any damage and he turns it on and it goes through a sheet of metal about 5 books and the window and where it stops who knows like he could have gone straight through a skyscraper could have taken down a building i i don't know could
2: have testing gone. testing, testing. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just like, like bart yeah could have gone all the way around the globe and hit the back of the laser thingy
0: yeah 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 uh so these guys think it was real funny but the teacher is not impressed he he dismisses class except for them by the way the way they're drawn they're just drawn to look like
2: jerks. I don't know what it
0: is forever I,
2: smiling. Well, yeah, I, I'm. I'm trying.
0: Smirking. <laughs> they have a smirk, and it,
1: it's like their eyebrows and their nose. It's, yeah, the angle of the eyebrows, the roundness of the nose, the smirk with like the kind of cheek over it. Yeah, that is what constitutes jerk face.
0: <laughs> also, the, the teacher now he has. Like Mike Judge eyes. He kind of looks like the teacher for Beavis and Butthead. Where
1: Oh, oh you kids. Oh. He he looks like, you know how dogs have human eyes? He yes. has the human eyes that dogs have. He does. Um,
0: So the teacher's really, really ticked off at them. And uh, he's like, well, if you think you guys are so smart, uh, I'm going to flunk you unless you get a blue ribbon in the science fair. And they're like, yeah, whatever. But then the teacher teams them up with Elise Williams. What can be said about her except that she's obviously the nerdy girl. She has a pink turtleneck, um, a purple vest and matching purple glasses and a very Velma like haircut.
2: I mean, I like the purple glasses
0: (laughs) and freckles. She has freckles.
2: Oh, yes. I think
1: she looks quite nerdy, don't you think?
2: Don't.
0: A little bit. Well, also, also her, her her speech pattern, the way she, the way she talks, everything, everything kind of starts like this. I'll stop. I'll stop it. Don't very you think? Annoying. Yeah. So as the three of these characters meet, also to point out that this is the final episode of season two, and they're introducing three totally new humans. Where Spike and Sparkplug, Carly, they're nowhere to be seen. Uh, but they stumble upon a high rise fire <laughs> and and they witness the protectabouts doing their thing. Uh,
2: Protecting the citizens.
0: Yeah, they're putting out the fires. They are catching the uh, the construction workers.
1: Blades, what the flip did you just do? You you blasted wind into the fire. That'll make it worse. I uh, yeah. Well, it's almost like he
0: cr- he made the he created wind to make the guys fall so that they could be caught by. Who is that?
1: Streetwise? Sure. <laughs> the car is streetwise.
0: Okay. Then the kids go to the junkyard, the junkyard we saw earlier this episode, and they take some parts. And then they start building. They're inspired by the Protective bots and they want to build their own robot, which one of them names BOT, which stands for Biotronic Operational Telecommunicator. Or BOT.
1: Which he explains, because it's short for robot. Yes.
0: No. Uh So very quickly, we meet Bot, who looks like a constipated minifig. He's got a big Aww. round. Be- he's got a big round belly. Uh, a a very minifig yellow head. He's even got the little cap and just a, a um. He has the legs of one too. A constant grimace, very mean eyes and exposed teeth. And and right away he starts destroying things. He's he destroys the lab.
2: I mean, like be excited that it actually started moving. Like it could have just like fallen over. You actually got somewhere. You just have to work on its attitude a little bit.
0: And we are back from commercial two, where one of the guys says that I've got an Einstein, which I guess means an idea. Ew. Oh, guys. And he grabs the laser, shoots at Bot, and then Bot creates a hole in the wall and runs out.
2: Yeah, you don't need doors because
1: Brawl's personality component is inside him. They-
0: well, yes, yeah, that's why he's malfunctioning. Almost like like Frankenstein with a abnormal brain.
1: You mean Frankenstein's monster?
0: Sure. And then the kids send they they have this giant computer in their uh, in their school, and they they're able to send a distress call. To the Autobots, which Gears picks up. Good. Haven't seen Gears in a while. And he said, a Distress call's coming from Benjamin Franklin Pierce High School. Ha ha ha.
2: When they first said that, I thought it was like, Distress call coming from Benjamin Franklin. Wait, what the? <laughs> He's back? And then it said high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we check out Swindle. He's He goes back to the junkyard trying to track down uh, Brawl's component. I guess the kids were expecting the Protective bots to show up, but instead they get Bumblebee, Gears, and Ironhide. So again, very last episode of Season 2, and we have a very core Season 1, Wave 1 group here, which I, I guess I like. Yeah, I don't mind. Uh, Ironhide shoots hot lead
2: out of his hand. Now hold on.
0: <laughs> which Which melts the floor and Ironhide falls through. And bot just keeps running. We're getting some Kremzeek vibes in this where like the second goose chase. The second half is a wild goose chase. Yeah. Yeah. Bot runs into the building that was on fire earlier. The elevators still work. The Autobots give chase into the building. Uh, They notice that the elevator is being used. So they take the stairs and and Martin and Roland want to go in. At least does not. But then they just grab her and drag her in.
2: You're not being nice. No. Respect the nerd. <laughs> no one ever does, but you must.
0: The Autobots are climbing the stairs. They think uh, bot is on top. Ironhide's like, start shooting. And they're like, all right, stop shooting. We must have hit him. <laughs> but they don't. Instead, they find Swindle at the top of the stairs with his ticking clock Uh, bomb in his head and then the kids are trying to use the elevator and it gets stuck and then it pans up to reveal that bot is playing with the elevator cables
1: lots of and then this episode (laughs) yes, Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) he's just pulling on
2: the cables
0: and we already go to commercial 2
2: having a good time oh
1: I made a speed reference earlier
0: the kids are regretting their decision they said they should have taken their F in science
2: yeah, I would have, too. No. I'd rather meet all these cool robots.
0: Swindle zaps bot, and um, he takes the component, right? I believe so. Yes, he transforms and zooms off. And then we go back to the Septagon headquarters, where Soundwave installs uh, the the proper components into Brawl. And everyone's put back together.
1: So why'd they need kiss again is he the only one that can pilot the ray thing yes because according but to
0: menasaur menasaur on vacation yeah yeah because in the simulation it was him piloting that thing that would that it will shoot the moon into space the kids are opening up the back of bots head a lot of back of the back of robots heads in this episode and they find that the component's missing so they are tracking down the component In their red car, I guess they're old enough to drive. And look at this one shot. Right now, it looks like a convertible bumblebee, although it's red, so a little more cliff jumper. Yeah. This shot, it's colored like swindle. It's (laughs) swindle. It's like...
1: What the... Wait a
0: minute. Just a coloring mistake doesn't mean anything. Their scanner shows that the signal is coming from the ocean. And they hack into Megatron's (laughs) villainous speech, where... um. Uh, Megatron very concerned about quality control with this device. You know, he he made simulations, and now before he actually does his evil plan, he's he wants to test it, and he's going to test it on the Ark. So they're they're on their way to uh, Autobot headquarters, which the kids know where it is too, and they just drive right in, and they're they're talking with Optimus Prime and Ironhide, and they let them know um what's going on, and Optimus is like. Only Defensor can stand up to Bruticus. Like you said, with Menasaur, where's Superion? Yeah. Maybe they're f- maybe they're on some other episode and they're they're fighting <laughs> somewhere. And then we see the Protectobots have their own headquarters, too. They're in this, like, fake building? Because we go in there and there's a lot of, uh, I mean...
1: That seems awfully villainous. Giant
0: computers. But yeah, and then the whole front of the building lifts up and they fly out. That's very cool. Very mask like again.
1: Yeah, like I said, <laughs> awfully villainous. Yeah.
0: The Decepticons are outside of the Ark. They form Bruticus. Who who the Autobots show up and start firing on Bruticus, and like he can't handle it. He's not the tough guy he usually is. He's
1: sort of like, no, stop. Oh, woe is me.
0: Yeah. It's like he's still not quite fully um the Bruticus we all know. Uh, Onslaught takes a shot at Optimus, (laughs) rolls him back. Um, Hotspot gets a moment. Megatron turns into uh, gun mode, and that seems to not uh, affect Hotspot at all. Hotspot uses his double blasters. Oh, he actually fires on Soundwave first, who was holding Megatron.
1: Hotspot shot first. Yes.
0: And the kids who are inside uh, the arc looking at Teletrain 1 and they kind of notice the device, and they they want to help. The kids stay in the Ark, and they send Bot out to tamper with Megatron's uh, moon-pushing device.
2: This little guy just comes hobbling out, just... Yep. I'm gonna help people.
0: And now we see Defensor, who gets a cool, shiny background, and then he has, like, a very limited force field. He puts his arms up, and there's a big orange ball... Uh, but it doesn't last long. It just kind of fades away.
1: Trailbreaker can do that for longer.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah there it goes. It's just a Smash Bros. shield. And then it gets taken out by one shot. Yeah, it looks like it's from the device. But then Bruticus is, is manning it. And then he takes out Starscream. And it starts firing at other Decepticons. He's like, I'm not handling this. And then we see that it is being controlled by Bot who's with his little mitten hands are pressing all the buttons and he presses the overload button and this hilarious shot where he's (laughs) he's waving to his friends as the device explodes.
2: And he flies away.
0: And he's ripped to shreds and we never see him again. We don't, he doesn't even get like a, like, like Crimzy. because like,
2: oh,
0: I kind of like that little guy. We Uh, hated him.
2: I was going to say like, like was no one just like ah.
0: Bot explodes and does, no one sheds a single tear. Instead, we get one of I think the most offensive endings. The kids are uh, are um, talking with Optimus and um, was uh, Elise wants to build another robot and then the boys tape her mouth shut and drag her away. Like, uh yeah, let's not uh do that. They drag her away, and the Autobots are just in stunned silence. They don't even try to like what are you doing?
2: Yeah, they're all just standing there like What Huh? Is yeah. this what humans do?
0: Yeah, so season two ends on uh quite the misogynist note. <laughs> and uh boy, that's the end of bot. Who wants to go first? The final ratings of season two.
2: Okay, I guess I'll go first. Okay, also. Awesome. Um five Okay. Point eight.
0: Oh. Five point eight.
2: Five point eight. Okay. I did not like it very much. It was kinda just like dragging on. Um, but I give that point .8 points for Bot as he waved his final goodbyes before <laughs> descending into the clouds. Yes. In shadow shatter- in millions of pieces.
1: You mean you mean us ending?
0: He won't be collected into any junk <laughs> any soon. I think he's been vaporized. Yeah. Uh, uh Emmett?
1: I will have to give it four. It wasn't too awful, but it wasn't that good.
0: What was the last episode? Aerial assault? Yeah. The one I gave a two. Oof. Now this episode is frequently referred to, and even if you go on TF Wiki, they will say this is the worst episode ever. I I understand their opinion, but I don't agree with it.
2: No, it's definitely not the worst episode. It could be better, but it's not the worst.
0: I will four. Okay. Because I mean, you know, it's it's not good, but bot's kind of funny i like his design his noble sacrifice that gets completely just overlooked um yeah boy i don't like the the two boys they are annoying they are tough to look at
1: should have flunked them right there yeah not have this episode
0: yeah the three new characters thrown at the last minute not not my thing i do i did like the swindle story that was kind of cool. Yeah, I I like how he was uh, selling off his friends, working with dictators, and
1: you don't and, have friends in the business world. He, right? <gasps> yeah. He's like,
0: I'm not here to make friends.
1: Like, I have an
2: idea. <laughs> we can have a spinoff show, uh, for Swindle called "Around the World in 15 Hours."
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <gasps> and, and I guess I, I guess I'll give this episode the extra point that this seemed to have greatly influenced Swindle's personality or his portrayal in all other media. Uh, So, especially being like one component of a combiner to kind of get that much personality and for it to carry through, especially like when we mentioned in animated.
1: Not many can do that except for first aid, and that is only in uh, in IDW.
0: Exactly, yeah. But But
1: in all all the rest, like animated then idw then earth spark he had like a spotlight episode kind of yeah right yeah yeah
0: he's even an earth spark yeah yeah like swindle it's weird how which characters they either become popular or maybe like the writers just latch on to him but that swindle's interesting and i guess yeah i'll give the extra point because of that so yeah not the worst uh certainly not the best but definitely definitely a weird episode and definitely a very weird episode to conclude season 2. So so we did it kids 49 episodes. Hooray. And and now and now coming up we have the movie which oh, I, I, I am deep in research uh we will have on uh hopefully three guests along with us. Uh we will we will have this as a, a big celebration for Transformers the movie. Um Getting very close to the other movie that's about to come out. In theaters. Uh and and then we're uh we're in a whole new era with season three. So there you go, everybody. We made it. We made it. We made it. Hooray. A little more to go. And we hope that you listeners will continue listening to us and join us as we get ready to go through uh season three on one more prime. Bye everybody.
2: Bye-bye. Goodbye.